0: And this is what Guru is saying. This is the one teaching we really want you to understand. Because this can change your life. We're reading the Barney, but it could have been that even after an hour, we didn't even attach ourselves to one of teachings of the guru In the teachings is the guru is sharing the guru's wisdom of how this creation works what gives us look what gives us suk? we didn't take any not even one of it so then it's, it's just it's empty you're blowing empty through this bamboo stick like there's nothing you not. you're not gonna expect any sound from it or anything like that are you and you start to appreciate that one you're going into simran it's actually a state of being when you're in remembrance. And in that place, all the ratan, the jewels will just start floating in. You'll experience love, you'll experience all of these divine qualities will just be there through this. When What are you receiving without grace and when you start realising grace? Welcome to the Jubti Sahib podcast. In this episode, we'll be going through the sixth stanza, which is also known as the Pori. So we're going through the sixth body, and the question that Guru Nanak Dev Ji will be answering for us through this body is, is this something that we can do where we become more receptive to grace, to that God's grace, which Guru Saar refers to as Kirpa. O Karam, which comes from the Arabic word of Bakshish. Let's introduce Preetaran Singh that is going to be joining us behind the camera for this episode uh, Ka Khalsa. Uh, khalsa. Uh, khalsa. Uh, uh, there. Thanks for having me on. So no, it's um it's always amazing to have another Gurpai Gur Sikh, beside you to go through Guru's Bani. So Dev Devji here starts off with saying "Tirath Nava. And you'll notice there's a slight little emphasis on the Nava. And because if we just keep it plain "nava," that would be referring to it being naming a name. But here is "nava" in the way when we say "ma so it's referring to here as bathing. So here, Guru Sahib Ji is saying "tirat nava Jetis Bava. So "tirat" here means to go onto pilgrimage, onto those places of pilgrimage where you go and bathe in what. Orphet as holy rivers. But what Guru Sabji is saying is that I'd go and do that, I'd go and bathe at these rivers and go on this pilgrimage only if J means if this Pava, that if that act, this, that act, bhava is pleasing to Vai Guru. And then Guru Sabji says, Vin pane ke nae kari. So they're saying that Vinupani without it pleasing you naikari then is then the question is like then actually well why naikari why am I going to go and bathe in those what are referred to as these holy rivers and what's the point then if it's not going to actually please you so Guru Nanak Dev Ji is very clear that you can go and bathe but you can't be expecting it to cleanse your mind and it reminds me of a shabad where gurunanand dev ji was actually singing to sajjan tug and where gurunanand dev ji so sajjan tug like a very quick vague background into sajjan tug he was somebody he he had what you would today call in the modern day like a travelin and he made himself out to be this very noble person that takes in people from all walks of life. Doesn't matter what faith you identify with. He had a mosque made in the back of this, this traveling. And he had a mandir made. So it doesn't matter what walk of life he came from, he made you feel comfortable. But actually what he was doing was that he had been hurt in his own life So he would poison people and he would throw them down a well and basically rob everything that they had. And because when people were traveling, they would be carrying, whether it be money or gold or whatever that was. And so he'd take everything, rob it from them and throw them in a well. And the Shabad that Guru Nanak Dev Ji started to sing early hours of the morning whilst he was sitting, well, just kind of outside of the room. Guru Sahib Ji started off with saying Chilkana So Kaham is referring to something that is bronze Pande ke deshage, bane So they would have like bronze like dishes and here Guru Sahib Ji is referring to this bronze dish as our body and saying that so chilkana. Chilkana means to shine and that Ujjal is like, you know, when you clean that bronze and it shines. So Guru Sabji is saying to him that not from the outside because you're wearing religious robes and you're shining just like that bronze ornament would shine when you clean it. Ujjal kotim mas. But they said that but when you start to rub it, if you notice, and, and I know it's reduced now, I know when I was growing up. We would have actually quite a lot of these bronze ornaments at home, and that would be like one of these display things. And I know a lot of um, Indian families did actually have these little bronze orna- bronze ornaments that you would buy from the local, like pound shops or something, or you'd bring back from India. I don't know if you grew up with no, no, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. So yeah, we we would have all these, and then I I actually remember it that no matter how much you clean it, and we'd, we'd actually even buy things to clean them with, to make them shine. And uh, like so when people would come over, they'd look at them, and then you got got all these cool ornaments shining. But like, no matter how much you clean them, you rub them, you rub them, them, but then the cloth was always still showing black on it. So you'd think that, is it even getting clean? But even though it's looking clean, and this is what Guru Sahib Ji is saying here, Kortim mass. As you rub it, you there's still this black that is coming out, meaning that actually the truth of it is that within this it's filled with blackness. And here, in that same way, that's what Guru Sababidi is saying to us that we might go on these pilgrimages, we might go and bathe at certain places. But if that mind is black from inside, meaning black from being indulging in certain unrighteous ways of living and or Guru Sahib doesn't shy away from using the word sin and that makes our mind black so but then we'll, we'll put that into context in a minute and then Guru Sahib Ji is saying so, small pause there utra je small pause there and then Guru Sahib Ji said, but even if you wash this body and even if it be that you've gone to a place where it, which is referred to as a religious place and you've gone bathe there, they're saying that you could wash this body in that place even so a hundred times over. They said, but the, the impurity of your mind will not be washed away like that. And just to clarify that we're here, we're, we're talking about the, the mind itself. And if we look at the other line where Guru Sahib Ji is saying So they're saying that when your mind is impure, then everything is impure. And what that means is then like if you're looking through an impure lens of the mind, then whatever you look at through your eyes, What if you're listening to everything, you'll just have a distorted kind of vision on everything or distorted whatever you're hearing This is but washing the body, your mind cannot be cleansed Right? So this is what, this is the emphasis of Guru Sabji's point here So let's take an example Say if I feel better towards you because of, for whatever reason And then, and I'm like, well, I'm off to pilgrimage Yeah, I'm gonna go and bathe So I can bathe, 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 but don't, don't do anything for the mind. Like, I don't think it's necessary to even start working on that mind, to looking at how I want to work on taking, removing that bitterness all that jealousy away from my mind towards you. And I come back saying, well, I've done this amazing deed. I've done this amazing religious act. I've gone and bathed at such and such place. And um, so then somebody asked the question, has that bitterness or or jealousy gone towards preacher? And I'm like, no, has that got to do with it? That that's still there. So Guru Savji saying, well, Vinapane K naikari. That that then if that's not gonna please Waiguru, then what's the point? So meaning the bathing in these places isn't what's gonna please Waiguru, it's the internal work that we do. On this mind that is going to be pleasing to Wai guru. yeah, so it's really important for us to understand that because how many times do you think we probably fall into that into that category because here Guru Saab is talking about bathing, but then it makes us makes us think about all the other acts that we are doing that are all so that it can help us, but then we completely ignore. And it becomes that tick box exercise and thinking that, not even thinking that we need to do that work. Is that something you could like relate to? Is there like any examples that come to your mind what those certain acts could be where we still kind of end up in that same place where we don't focus on the inside, but we feel quite, we're like, yeah, but I've done that.
1: mm mm-hmm. something that um, we... Uh practice and try to keep a discipline with, and it's meant to supercharge you for the day um It's meant to give you that energy and that um teaching um but if we leave it as a as a as a task done in the morning, um then we uh keep um that bitterness that you gave as an example in us, then we miss the point, and you could then perhaps call that a ritual. Not to say that there isn't a Bhada scholar um, you know, um energy and power within the words of of the guru and it can change you without you even understanding or practicing it and it can change you from within. But with that mindfulness that you carry that, then that's what gives the meaning to that thing. And because the Guru side wants us to, with our mind and body and everything, give ourselves it starts with the physical action sometimes, where you might bow to the Guru and do matadig, um, which signifies you're giving your mind, your body, your soul, your everything to the Guru. You might not be there yet, but that doesn't say you don't do the Mathadig. But the magic and the, the, the or the kirba, was a better word probably, is in that when you do that action physically, and then it does match with your mind because you are making that effort to be mindful and say yes i am yours and what it means to be yours is that in that moment where i have a chance to work through that bitterness and feel compassion or love or understanding then you're you've matched the that action with the with the the mindfulness and therefore it will be pleasing to to yaguru is
0: that right what i've said 100% i think well, the the line that's coming to my mind is when Guru Sahib Ji saying that "dithe muktana shabd na So, like here, where Guru Sahib Ji saying that, like we might be like "dithe" here means to see, to look, and so we might get Guru Granth Sahib Ji's darshan with our eyes, which is which is definitely a great thing in itself, and we're not in any form of way downplaying that. And um, so did in the same breath, when we look at then this line, Guru Sabji is saying this to us, that muktana ho that you can't just rely on that merely. And where jichara until, jichara means until, until shabadna kare vichar, until you don't contemplate the Guru's word. And that's when the real work and the real true cleansing is going to start taking place of the mind. So, the like you said, this supercharge of reading Gurbani in the morning and reading your prayers in the morning, It it's a supercharge if we kind of then take on that part as well, the shabad Vichar part. And when we actually contemplate the Guru's shabad the Guru's wisdom here, and then we've got to allow it to start washing away that filth of our mind. and But we're going to do it through. Then it's no longer an empty ritual. All right. But, but, but if we just say, well, I'm going to stay as I am, but I'm going to do this as well. Like you said, it's not that it's going to have zero effect, but we definitely know it's not going to give us that full effect that you can get if you put all the formula, the parts of the formula in place. And that, you know, we keep going back to that, that complete formula is that suniye suniyya manrakiyya pao. And that is the complete formula, is it can't just be singing it. It's got to be then suniye it's got to be, you've got to be saying it consciously. And then manrakya pao, it's having that level of devotion in your heart towards the Guru's word as well, meaning that, You're saying that I might not have experienced what the Guru is saying yet, but I have complete, full dedication, faith and love towards what the Guru is saying. For me, that is, there is no doubt that it it is, that it is the truth. And, but I'm not going to leave it at that. I want to experience that truth. I want to get to that truth. And when that formula is in place, then we'll see the full fruits. Because the truth is that Kabir ji is very clear to us in saying that Kabir man ud ud jo sangat mile so te so that whatever sangat, whatever company your mind keeps because the word is the, is the mind in the first pankhita. It could be the man or your mind. So we all know that it's definitely possible where you can be reciting something off by heart from your memory, from your stored memory. And so the mind is, you know, amazing in its capabilities. And we've all experienced that. I don't know, have you experienced that? Where you can read something and you can think of something else? Of course, yeah. Go, like, yeah. It was an obvious question, like you know, the question was like the the answer's obvious, yeah. you know. And but to actually appreciate that, wow, the mind has that ability to do that, and it it it, it can serve yeah. us in being able to do that. But it can also go against us because this is talking about the mind becoming like a bird, and then in the next pangti it says jo so now as you said you're reading the Barney, so you get your you will get the fruits for that so that's the physical action but then there's the subtle action of where your focus is that's the bird here the bird is referring to your focus the punky is the bird the bird is your the focus of your mind yeah and that can fly away but what we, what is so important for us to acknowledge that bird that is going to now be flying, which is our attention, focus, and that's going to get its fruits too because nothing can escape from that one hukam. So now that's gone away and that's chilling out with somebody else. So now you can go and bathe and go on this pilgrimage. You can, we can sit down and read Gurbani. The mind has wandered away. You're getting the you're getting the fruits for the first part that you're doing, which is the garvia. Great, yeah. And then the second part, we cannot escape from getting the fruits of what's gonna come from where our mind has wandered to as well. And that's why we can often, where we were meant to be supercharged, we can potentially walk away from feeling. More drained, and more more filth on the mind because okay. of what your mind had started to accompany, and it can be the other way. You can be positive too, because now you're now the punky the mind. But we're not using that's not the example here yet, because Guru Sahib is saying like, what's the point of doing something if it's not going to be pleasing Why, Guru? So we're just trying to get that point uh, cleared. And obviously, if your if your body. And body when I say body is what we're physically speaking, yeah, so that's the body part. and then if your mind is attached to that, your consciousness is one with what's been sang. great, you know but if it's not, you could actually walk away with accumulating more debt, which will make us feel sometimes low, lethargic, drained, you know frustrated, and we're thinking, well, I just read Guru's Bani." Not necessarily with your mind, though. Yeah.
1: And um, that's why many people spend years chipping away, but maybe not changing because they, they missed the, the, one of the, the parts of the equation. Yeah. But um, I just wanted to say, um, you know, and you, you mentioned this in your kata recently, and we'll leave a link in the description, that, you know, if if we feel that, like, well, I'm not there yet, um you said that you can turn that into an ardas, a humble plea that okay i'm reading it i'm still bitter because you used that example earlier if you're blessed to catch that you're like okay oh yeah i i just i just realized i'm bitter then you then you might not be able to work on that in that moment but you know from sepang from that video that intuition it's telling you that okay, I'm not facing the right way here. This is not gonna take me in the way that I need to go. Then it turns into a humble plea. Mm. Okay, I've fallen. This is where I am. Show me the way forward, and that then propels you forward. Um, in the in to give you that opportunity that maybe that bitterness then gets worked on and whatever whatever else. And it's through that work and that effort that um you know that that mind then maybe that does
0: start to get cleaned right definitely yes it's always such a powerful thing that we all have is that that ardas so yeah beautiful perfect but just doing this vichar will sometimes help us to become more aware you know that you could start then instead of then the fingers won't be pointed towards then the guru's bani to say, well, that doesn't work. Like it, it, it can't get pointed towards that because it's made it's helping you. This is helping us to now understand. But my mind wasn't with the guru's Bani. So how can I expect my mind then to be, you know, feeling full? And uh, how can I expect my mind to be blossoming? Because this is what guru Bani helps us to understand. Like, because it's very easily done where we can feel. Disa- um, disappointed, dissatisfied, and but then that's why Kabirji again, you know, he's obviously always gonna put us in our place and tell us that Kabir so what Kabirji is saying here is that like what in that in that moment, in that instance, that what can we expect the Satgur to do and Jo where there was a chuk, where there was a downfall in the Sikh in the sekh. and again that's not in a bad way. you don't have to take it in that way that oh my God, I'm terrible. It's, it's helping us to understand something. that's the best way to look at it. And you know like Kabirji then uses an example an analogy says they're saying that when if you get like this bamboo, and you blow through that bamboo, it's just like empty. And uh, it's just, and, there's, and this is like, so what happens is ek na lage, lage means attach here. He's saying that you didn't even attach to one of the Guru's teachings. Yeah. And so I didn't even realize it meant that before, to be honest, and it's just clicked mm. like, wow that fits in now, when the pori, the next thing that's going to come up in Matavicharathan, um, like, wow. So, that's why it's so amazing having a conversation, and like even, and I didn't plan this part, and like just saying, you didn't attach yourself to even one of the Guru's teachings, so look Vijay, this is how amazing, this is, we're reading the Barney, but it could have been that even after an hour, we didn't even attach ourselves to one of the teachings of the Guru. And the, what, when we say teaching, the teachings is the Guru is sharing the Guru's wisdom of how this creation works. What gives us Dukk, what gives us Sukk, what gives us pain, what gives us you know, um, happiness. We didn't take any, not even one of it. So then it's your, of a jug, your focus just, it's empty, you're blowing empty through this bamboo stick, like there's nothing, you're not, not going to expect any sound from it or anything like that, are you? So it's, it's, it's amazing how it all comes together. So if we now go back to the Japji Sahib Bangatiyah, does Guru Sahib Ji in this already tell us what it is that we can do? Like What is it that is going to please that one and it's important to understand when we say and when we say please that one. How do we know it's pleasing that one? Is through when we are experiencing those divine virtues of God in ourself. When we're experiencing the divine virtues within ourself, we know God's being pleased, and. Because so if we look at the next Bhakti now, where Guru Sabji going to say Jitti Sirat veka, and here Guru Sabj is saying like again, first person referring that like as I am looking at and seeing all these created beings. So Sirat it comes from the word Srishti, which literally can be translated to this world. But it's referring to actually the 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 all the creatures that have been created, all the Created beings, and that's how it's been translated here as well. And um, so, and then saying, As I'm looking at all these beings that have been created, and let's just focus on human beings, so it's uh, more relatable to us. And then, And here the word karma, we're going to translate it from the Arabic word, being which they often use as kareem that one is, you know, referred to God as Krim, the one that is graceful. So, without that one's grace, what does anyone actually receive? That the ke is the question. Without that one's grace, what does anyone receive? How is that the answer? That is the answer Because Guru Nanak Dev Ji is actually bringing to light to our attention and saying that there isn't anything. Are you realizing that? And Guru Nanak Dev Ji is saying, if you start realizing this, in that moment of realizing that whatever you are receiving is grace, That is with that one's grace. And we'll look at the examples to put it into context. What are we referring to? Receiving what? Like what? And once you start realizing that, that will take you into a place of gratitude. But within that realization, you are now automatically in the remembrance of God. You're in Simran. And that's, and that's what Guru Sahib Ji says ka Sabte Ucha They're saying that the remembrance of God Is the highest of all things So ka Udre Mucha They're saying that it's actually the remembrance of God That saves so many And then so if we Just even looking at this Like ka Simran Trishana And then Takes away that trishna, that that constant thirst. So Guru Nanak they just saying, this is the answer. You can actually do simran of Vahiguru. You can actually be in the remembrance of Vahiguru, is when they ask us that question, karma get They're saying, what are you receiving outside of that one's grace? Yeah. And when you start realizing that. You'll go into the remembrance of that one and you'll be naturally in a state of gratitude, which is so good for us, for our brain health. There's plenty of studies that show us that now. It shows that it helps you to um, to create more gray matter, which is good for our brain. When we then look at the next pangati, Guru Sahib is saying, So we're going to come together, uh, if to give it a minute, Ratan Javahar Manika. So here these are just different types of uh, like jewels, like Ratan. We've mat here we can say within our mind, and we'll use the loose term mind instead of you because mat can be translated spe- specifically for the intellect. But here let's just say the mind. Ratan. Within the mind, you will find ratan, which literally means gems, javahar, jewels, manik, rubies. But here, we're just saying these are all divine virtues. Because yeah? if you... Now, when will you find this? Is J, If... ek Guru ki suni Even if you take on one of the Guru's teachings. And what is... What is one of those teachings of the Guru? In the last... in the fifth pauri Guru Sabji introduced to us as the last two panktiya, which are used again here. Over here, now Guru Sabji has gone into more detail where they're saying that what is that one teaching? Guru Sabji is saying this one teaching is this Gura, ek dehe that the Guru is getting me to understand this one thing. Uh, What is that one thing? Is that Sabana ka, ek data so ma vesadna jai. Don't let me forget that actually, there is only one giver to all life. Ek Data. Yeah. And so, there is only one, it's that one that is giving us all. Guru Sahib is saying, if you can now remember this one thing, if you can take this one teaching in, yeah, then that way, you will actually be experiencing God's grace, realizing God's grace, And that in itself will give you what? Matabitiratan. It will give you all the divine virtues. It will give you sattasantok. santok, are taram. It will give you all of these. It will give you the truth. It will give you the contentment. It will give you are compassion. It will give you love. It will give you forgiveness. All of that will just Everything will come rushing in and all of that comes from that one understanding that it's actually not the ego and it's actually grace of that one that I am receiving something because nothing is outside of that one's grace that I'm receiving something. Now let's make this all make sense. Let's put it all together now that you see how it's working. There's so many things that we take for granted. And we spoke about the that just before we started the podcast about um Ankana Kaprapanadiya, where in it's a Shabad by Guru Ram Ji, if I'm not wrong, where it says, hai Karam, mere. Like look at this, look at my lowly karam, that my actions of not actually. Realizing and appreciating and acknowledging this. Acknowledging what? And this is an ardas saying, Oh, compassionate one, the one that is just the treasure of virtue, that like just take away my avgana. My avgana is when I think it's all me. My ego gets stuck in my ego and I don't see that it's your grace. So like what, that? what is it that we don't see? So if we look at the pangati from sabjiyo, yeah, bend. Guru Sahib is saying sabjiyo muknaqdiya, that we've all been given. and, And I know, I always say this, that when we do look at something like this, that yes, there's obviously, there's going to be certain people that aren't able to relate to all of these examples and because somebody might so because the first thing here is like say we've got muk um, bend which is body muk which is then our mouth and then knock you know a nose so some of these things for somebody like they might have some sort of ailment or something or another and they're not not everyone is able to relate to every single example yeah and because of some sort of from birth, there was some form of issue, or at a later on in their life, something happened to them, where even if we just look at the whole idea of the knock and then the sense of smell, some per, people they, their smell sense has been distorted because of you know the virus. So, but we there's all, there's going to be something here that we can relate to, yeah. And Guru Sahib Ji saying, "Sab jio nakadiya, that one, that one has given us this body, this muk, this mouth that we're using now to speak with, we use to put food into this mouth, and you know we 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 chew with these teeth, and you know the tongue helps us to push it down, the saliva helping us to break that food down, you know, and all these things that we sometimes fall asleep to, and we say things like one ki kita like, what has he given me? What has God done? What has God given to me? Uh, and he's given us water to use. Whether that to be used to bathe, to freshen this body, to clean this body, and then to drink that water. It doesn't matter how rich somebody is. Like nobody has, Nobody can claim that they have designed that element. They've made that element of water. Uh, that's a gift from that one, and this is what this actual body is about. Is saying, is bringing us back to if you can understand this one teaching of the guru, yeah. And then if this is the understanding that my guru is giving to me, yeah. So we'll and then, you know, we don't have to go to the bunkie at the moment, but you know we we'll keep it on this. Um, where Guru Nanak Dev Ji saying that there is only one. That is providing us all with everything. That you, your mind could be filled with all these divine virtues. That what are you getting without that one's grace? Like water is grace. But it's only grace when we realize it. And when we realize that, wow. That this is actually, you've made this. And without this, I couldn't survive. I don't, I don't even know. I can't even remember. Like you know, you read so many things. Like how long can a human being even survive without water? Like I don't know. It's probably what. Any idea? Can you remember? It
1: three days or something like
0: that. Mm, I'm sure you guys can check it out. And you can you can Google it right now, and it will come up. Richard's gonna have a quick Google for us. Like how long can somebody live without water for? About three days. Three days. Oh wow. Well done. Yeah, he was right. Thank you. three days and but it's the thing is nobody else other than that one other than that crater could have even made it could make it where it's coming from and how we're using it to just you know to wash our face to and this is what Vartan Gopani Guru Sahib is saying that it's that that one's given you and then Master Karma what have you received without that one's grace and when we start to realize that just water itself is grace. And then it's so much kirpa blessing that not everyone has got that is fortunate. Like where you can just open a tap and use it. You know, there's so many there's there's I know there's a, some charities doing amazing work. And there's a charity called just called Water who where there was somebody that actually went out and worked on like a hospital ship where they pick up patients from africa with all sorts of diseases tumors and everything and then they would select a certain amount um i think no it would it was about 1500 to 2000 where they would then treat them on this on this huge ship when there was a particular person who started doing research into saying, like, where are most of these diseases coming from? And they found it was because they didn't have access to clean water. And then his life goal, coming from a background of living a life of pleasure, completely turns his life around. And he dedicates his whole entire life now to bringing clean water into parts of Africa, and I think they have now working in not just Africa, many other parts of the world as well, is because if they can get to the core of the problem there, they can get, most of these people won't need a treatment because that's where most of these diseases are coming from. So when when there's places where you have to walk miles to get water, but I'm sure most of us I would say 99% of us that are going to be listening to this could probably turn a tap to bathe in the morning and to drink a glass of water in the morning. So when you look at it in that context of still, I think there was still, I think still the numbers are like 10% of people haven't got access to clean water in this world. And when you look at 10% from 7.8 billion population, and then in that context 10% is huge yeah so when we look at it like that now is it grace that we've got water yeah and then when you're able to do that and you start to appreciate that one you're going into simran in an in an avastha of simran you're going into the state of remembering in that in remembrance remembrance is a state. Not it's not something you can just say. It's actually a state of being when you're in remembrance of God. And in that place, when you go into that state, is when all the Matavitya Ratan comes. All the Ratan, the jewels will just start floating in. You'll experience love, you'll experience all of these divine qualities will just be there through this. When what are you receiving without? Grace and when you start realizing grace, you'll just be like, whoa. And this is what Guru is saying. This is the one teaching we really want you to understand. Because this can change your life. They're saying that the, the grain, the anna that we've been given... You know, we, we have on in so many different forms. We've just had some sourdough bread. You know, that, that's our on there, that, that grain. And the kappar the dia, the clothes, like, when we start to realize all of this as grace, because even the material of this, where has it come from? And then being more conscious as well about that, what material we're wearing and... Again, if it's cotton, it's grown, it's come from that tarti, from, you know, mata, tarti, and It's come from that earth, come from that land. When you start to connect it all back to that one again. And you're in that state again, just from the clothes that you're wearing. And you're looking at where, how even this is grace, how cotton comes about, how it's grown, who's made it possible for it to grow, who's, who's even given us that... Where, it, where we can have that cotton. Again, that's that one. And then you go into simran again, you go into remembrance again, and automatically you're in gratitude, you're in. And then. An, kana, kappara. Yeah. And then it, over here it's talking about when we forget that one. Jindiya, so chitna avai. And then Guru Savdi Ji saying that The one that has given this, you don't remember that one. We go into this animal state within our mind that think it was all me that made this. Right? It's, it's crazy, isn't it? Like how we get so deeply identified with the ego to think this was Ma And like my saying, you're in an animal state then. Yeah. It's mind blowing, isn't it? Mm. And this is what we read every day. And so, Sangji, that is the vichar of this body. Of the sixth body of uh, of Jabdi Sahib, that, that this one line, I used to actually look at this body and think, it's a bit random like i used to think that i don't get what what is that line doing here in the middle of this like god they've just like fancied telling us that you know i was looking at the the world and looking at the people and so i i always was a bit like i wasn't sure like how that fits in and so it, it's beautiful that how it's kind of all fallen into place and and that that gets answered for us that like this is how the guru helps us to become more aware so even though we used a bani a shabad that was was kind of not like in a positive light where it was saying that oh wow i'm you know so grateful for you giving me this, but it's actually when we forget that we've been given that, but we can still use that Shabhad to remind us of those very things and how we can be filled with this prema Bhagati and with these jewels through just that doing a practice like that of realizing how much is, like it, it's not outside of that one's grace, these things aren't and how they have come about, and who they belong to, who's created them, who's made them, and just going into a state of Simran like that will fill us, our mind, with so many divine virtues. So even if, like we always say, that we're not yet Feeling like that, we can make this into an ardha saying, Sabna ji so ma visar jai. Don't, like, don't let me forget that And let's finish off with that, saying that I grew that, don't let me visar forget Don't let me separate from seeing that it is that one that has provided these things And not get identified with the ego Well, no, it was me that, you know, has done this so I don't know if there's anything you wanted to say finishing off, Viji.
1: Um, just to sum up that what 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 the vijar that you've shared today is is about Guruji is trying to help us to work on our mind, and uh, it's not to suggest that the physical action isn't important. So you could do um you could do you could go to Sarovar, uh, Harmandir Sahib, and bathe in there, and if it came with the mindfulness the ardas, the 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 inner falling, the molecules of that water that I've heard Gurbani have received that vibration, they've absorbed that. Mm-hmm. And with there's so much sense for that. Yeah. But with I, your think... mind your mind then is in that place as well. That's the key, isn't it? That's what the vijar today is that that's what's gonna propel that, that person forward is, is through the mind and working on that and it starts with gratitude.
0: Yes, definitely. And I will say that, you know, we, we've just, you know, used Gurbani to explain Gurbani. So in reference to going to Ram Dasrovar to Guru Ram Dashisrovar, the way I often look at it is we've got a massive head start there because it's such an energized place. Because so much Bani has been Put into there um, There is the Pankti by Guru um, uh, By De- Guru Arjan Dev Ji If we just look at this Pankti Harha Nanakasmarjahe Nayye Ramdas Sar Is that going to that Saroovar of What is referred to here as Ramdas the the Amritsar Sahib And And I always look at it as like There's this just huge Head start Because it's such an energized space with all that Gurbani and that's going into that to that water making it into Amrat Srovar. and when you go there and and bathe in that place it can potentially that opportunity is there for you to work on your mind a lot more and there's just this there's just this opening because everything is there helping you and aiding you and to kind of setting that perfect environment for you to actually reflect more and, and the mind to be affected a lot more in a positive way for it to be cleansed. But, you know, ultimately what we're saying here is that, but it's, it's also true where you can walk away from that, making it into a ritual and just and just thinking, yeah, job done and it will do it itself. And then continuing to be that same person. That's not what it's about. It's it's contemplating the guru's it's contemplating the guru's teachings and actively then working on cleansing your mind through the guru's teachings. Yeah. So yeah, thank you, Sangadji, for listening to this episode, the sixth stanza, and let's all you know, go on this journey together and become more aware of how much grace is actually already in our, in our life, and it's about us starting to realize and see that grace. If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Please donate and help spread Guruji's message. Link is in the description below. Wahe Guru ji ka Khalsa Wahe Fateh